0: what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of the pohada podcast and another chance for yours truly matt brouse to pick the brain of a jiu-jitsu black belt this time around i was able to enlist the help of a previous podcast guest mr morgan frazier as i picked the brain of timmy carpenter a relatively new black belt at aca fargo the academy of combat arts in fargo north dakota Before we jump in, please share this show with your BJJ and non-BJJ friends alike. Hit the five-star review and write a review if you're feeling saucy. And please do pop over to Instagram and follow at The Pohada Podcast, where I could share updates and snippets of the show, but I mostly post memes. And one last note before we start, I always ask my guests which charitable organization they'd like me to shout out. And Timmy mentioned the International Jiu-Jitsu Education Fund, since he too was a kid that was impacted greatly by Jiu-Jitsu. The short version of IJEF is they bring the transformative power of Jiu-Jitsu to kids who wouldn't otherwise have access to it. Check them out at i-jef.org and contribute if you can. And without further rambling from me, my conversation with Timmy Carpenter. <laughs> Alright, boys, should we start this off? Yeah. Sure. Alright. State your name, sir. Timmy Carpenter. Why are you a grown ass man going by Timmy?
1: Cause I don't think anybody takes me seriously if I go by Tim, like just with my face. <laughs> I look like I'm fourteen, and that's what <laughs> Dylan always says, too. He's just like he's anytime the kid's ask, How old is he? It's like he's 14, don't worry about it. <laughs> Who's Dylan? Uh, Dylan Spicer is my head coach At the Academy of Combat Arts So black belt under Greg Nelson And just one of the most baddest dudes I know
0: Where's that at? Uh, the you get Mike the kid? shout out details oh, yeah, out of the way yeah, earlier Fargo,
1: yet. North Dakota That's where I train out of Fargo, huh?
0: You like it there? It's home Fargo's home? You from Fargo?
1: Yeah, I was born there Moved to Arizona for a little bit um, We were there for when I was like a, a kid Then moved back to Fargo Then moved back again to arizona for like a year when i was like 14 bro this
0: is audio only but we gotta talk complexion for arizona
1: <laughs> i am not built for arizona whatsoever i'm same. not built for fargo like yeah. i go outside and i get sunburned in 10 minutes mowing the lawn yeah. sucks ass
0: same same i'm on team pink myself yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> how, how long i'm gonna divert around mm. you how long dylan been at it um and how long has that gym been around so
1: I know the gym's been around since 2009, I think, like that winter it opened, and then like 2010 they like opened it up to like the public.
0: So coming up on like 15 years.
1: Yeah, That's it's good. been there for like 15 years. Dylan's been doing the thing since like 2002, 2001, something One like of those that. Guys. Long time. I know he did it in Grand Forks for a while with uh, Ken Greer at PMA. Um, they're in the Grand Forks North Dakota area. They're affiliated with us, affiliated with Greg, and then um, he moved up to minnesota and started training here in the cities at the academy and then that's where he got his purple belt came back to fargo and opened a gym and then
0: he opened his gym as a purple belt yeah he opened his gym as a purple belt it's kind of a throwback thing at this point <laughs> yeah it really gyms was with with purple belts yeah. and blue belts it doesn't really happen anymore
1: yeah i think he w- it was him and then there's like another gym in fargo that had a black belt but when i went there it was, felt like they were like trying to sell it like they were trying to sell their brand more than jiu-jitsu so when L- little
0: culty thing like it's us and we do it right kind of a uh,
1: little bit but you know i'm not gonna shit on yeah, anybody. it just yeah. wasn't it for me was so i we like i like what the, was that? i don't want to shit on them i'm not gonna shop <laughs> them out either though We um, <laughs> can, can talk about that off mic <laughs> yeah <Come> on, <laughs> keep it cool um but. <laughs> but then me and my friends were trying to find dylan's gym the you know the aca and we were uh driving up and down main street couldn't find it couldn't find it the sign was tiny it was like
0: already you know it's gonna be a good gym yeah you yeah it was. and then it.
1: i just told my parents about it and they're like oh we know exactly where that's at and they drove me over there I got to jump in on my first class as soon as I walked in and worked on uh, knee pillow arm bars and uh, back takes and just hooked ever since so you were a it. child when you started right? I was 15 when I started getting my ass beat by grown adult men that were fighting and they were just like cool we're gonna murder this kid
0: (laughs) well but that that turns into the younger brother thing the younger brother's always tougher because he got his ass whooped for those few key years but he grows well the thing about it too
1: is they're not around anymore it's just me now yeah we have the tougher one yeah (laughs) you you lasted because i got to stick i think as of right now i think i'm the longest person sticking around we have cody lincoln as well who's another black belt um but their gym was like another gym i guess that was kind of in the area they were more in moorhead um just like you know like five minutes out like not even like connected like one of the connecting cities um to fargo and their gym teamed up with our gym and then they just stuck around we got some of their coaches there we got tyler larson who's another one of our brown belts he does our foundations classes and then cody lincoln now who's just helps run usually the mornings he was a fighter did i think he had a fight on bellator against Logan storley but he's like uh i think he's like five and four or something like that but he's super nice guy, super smart, thus the most difficult person to roll with out of anybody in the gym. why his body type, everything he does is weird. he's just super lengthy, but super flexible, and then like as soon as you show him something, he just like has it, yeah like he started doing leg locks with me like probably like after a year, and now he's tapping me out, and it's really pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> it's good though. Yeah, no, it's great. Pushes it's great. The game. He's, Pushes yeah, the game. he's he's the nicest dude in the world too. So that's always nice too.
0: You started as a kid. It yep. sounds like. Yeah. Shout out it. to Morgan for setting the stage for yep. this. That's yep. Morgan, by the way. Yep. People listening. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Uh, how many years ago is that?
1: Uh, I started. I believe it would have been two. Th- like the winter of 2010. So 13 years ago, I took. Sorry. It's all good. I took a. I took a like a year hiatus just growing up getting a job just couldn't find the time for shit and then dylan actually sent me a message on like messenger the gym was still small at the time and he was just like hey you know you could really do some cool shit in the like with this sport if you like stuck around be good to see you again and i just came back after we they moved locations i helped set it up like helped um move everything a little bit with them and then like probably like two months after that i finally came back and just stuck with it
0: nice so what was the years to black belt for you
1: so the years, let's see, 2010 to like 2013, I was, got my blue belt, 2013, we did, so Dylan had to, has this thing where like every time I got a belt, he had to make me do something, but everybody else just like got a belt. Like it was just like, it was a promotion. Like for, you see like a rite of passage. Yeah, 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 I had to do like a rite of passage thing. So what we did for blue belt was we stuck around after class. It was like nine o'clock. We rolled until one in the morning and he was like telling us pause say uh that again we were there from i did class from eight to nine and then after class he was like all right you and like five other people that are doing their blue belt and purple belt tests we're gonna do some rolls and then i'm gonna ask you guys like to do something from like a certain position it's so, Like, show me an escape from, like, half guard. Show me a sweep yeah. from closed guard. So, something, something small. Yeah. But he wanted us to be so dead, like, we couldn't think anymore. And we were just doing the motions and could show, like, we can do Jiu-Jitsu, dead tired. Right. So, like, we did that, and then I got my blue belt. And then, like, after a while, like, people were just, here's your blue belt, here's your blue belt, here's your blue belt. And then for purple belt, I after my hiatus, because I had a blue belt blues, came back, like, 20 2014, 2015, and I think 20... That was just life, though, right? Yeah, it was just, just life. Just being a grown-up. Yeah, and then I think it was 2017, 2018, I got my purple belt, and Dylan had me do a demo for that, so we did, like, a like a five-minute demonstration of just, like... Oh, like karate. Yeah, something like that,
0: kind That's of. Awesome.
1: Uh, he he was watching a lot of, like, um, who is it? Uh, Dave Camarillo, and they, he always does a bunch of, like, demo stuff, right? Like, it's just, like, do a bunch of really cool shit that you like to do. Maybe it's not the most, like... Effective, but like you know, show off like some of the cool like techniques yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I got to do that. Um, Pause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chin off that mic. Sorry. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> you <laughs> Go. said to keep my beard, and I'm trying to get my beard on the microphone. <laughs> like, it's just it, not there. I underestimated <laughs> how long your beard was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. um, and then in, I believe 20, 2020, after my like first super fight, I ended up getting my brown belt. Um, there was no, so, nothing crazy for that. So that was at least nice, but it didn't feel like it was earned too. Cause so I was like, man, I didn't have to do anything
0: cool. Yeah, the precedent was set. Yeah. yeah to, like, so I was destroyed. like, I have to do something
1: for this. And then I didn't have to. So I was like, okay. And then 2013, you of know, this or 2023, 2023, I just got my brown belt in February and Dylan brought down, uh, some of the black belts. Uh, he brought down Hayden Buckner from, uh, the Academy and, uh, I can't remember which one he's from Prairie Eden Prairie it's from there uh he brought him down Ken from PMA and just had to beat the shit out of me for a little bit and that was that was fun Hayden put me out as I was like sitting back up I fell back over and then I sat up again he just grabbed my collar and was like we're gonna keep rolling I was like cool and he just murdered me and, I was, and then it didn't help either I just got done with like two other tournaments um just lost they were both for like some title fights it would have been pretty cool to come home with the belt first first one just kind of got wrestle fucked i thought i did enough because i was going for subs he wasn't really doing it but wrestle so fucked you know, yeah i like that yeah i don't like that it's, i mean yeah yeah please don't do it but i like the term <laughs> yeah but. yeah uh all he did was just like kind of help me down didn't really try to pass my guard, didn't really let me do anything. I tried to open up a little bit, but nothing, you know, nothing really came about it. I got one bite on the leg, and he, we went out of bounds, and they didn't even let me reset. So um, shit happens. You know, It's whatever. They should let you restart yeah. with
2: breaking pressure.
1: Well, they, <laughs> <laughs> you know? they told me that I was in a Butterfly Ashi, and they said it wasn't a position, like a solidified one. I was like, mm. <sighs> whatever, just I'll fucking get it again. And then I never did, so that was my fault too. I probably should talk to the ref. Then the other, other time was like a week after – Got heel hooked ten seconds, just dumb. Still pissed about it, um, but you know shit happens. And then I end up getting my black belt like probably two weeks later. and I was like, I don't feel like a black belt. Still don't, but
0: that's a good nod from your yeah. instructor, though. Like, okay, yeah. despite things, here's yeah. where your progress is. Well, either
1: way, I'm st- I was still happy. It was still fun. Like, I'm not gonna be you know hurt about it. Like shit happens. I think, I think it's jiu-jitsu.
2: A, yeah, I think that's good to not be super results orientated. Yeah when it comes to competition yeah absolutely it should, it should be more about the preparation yeah than it is like you know the actual result yeah
1: oh the prep work was fun the doing it was fun afterwards even you know losing it was still fun i stuck around i watched the rest of the event everything was fucking awesome the first time we had like five other people on the same card so i got to bring a bunch of my friends down they got to do some of their first super fights um the second time it was just me and uh my friend ben simons who's one of our brown belts down there as well and he me and him just had a good time in Iowa, hung out, watched some great matches for that sub-spectrum. You know, Jordan Pitesman always puts on a great fucking show. So it's been – it's a good journey. What you know, was your first fun.
0: competition? How far back and what was it? Do you remember?
1: My first competition I did was um, Submission Hunt that Greg put on in, like, 2000 yeah. – might have been 2010, 2011. Uh, that's where I met Jake, actually, Uh and me and Jake kind of became rivals from there. And that was that was pretty cool. Like, that was a fun time. I won my gi match. Uh, it was fantastic. I got to get a triangle right away. I don't think I've done a strangle in a competition since then. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got to do that. And then uh, met a bunch of cool people, got hooked. I was a kid, got to do the teens. And then immediately after, my parents took my stuff because I thought I was done. And then Dylan was, like, on my ass. He was like, those adult, absolute, you should do it. I was like, I don't have any of my stuff and he's like why would you get rid of it it's like I thought we were done here I did only paid for two divisions but after that I started doing a lot of absolutes too and you know as a kid that's 105 pounds there's not anybody in my weight anyways so I've been going against adults since I was 15 16
0: it's like always absolute yeah it's always absolute (laughs) so it's it's not
1: it never been a big deal for me the only time it was a problem was uh as soon as I got my brown belt I did uh grappling industries here and like 2020, and um, there were some big dudes. I ended up getting to like the semifinals, and I think his name is Lawrence Phillips. He's like 6'3", like three hundred pound division two wrestler. He's on one FC now, and I got him in an arm bar for like a quick second, and I saw his arms start to bend, and then he curled my entire yeah. body, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I have fucking nothing here. Yeah. Like I'm fucked." Yeah. And then he just can to me, got on top of me, just smashed me. And I was just like, "Yep, yeah, well, shit happens. <laughs> but it's it, it, always it fun. It is different. You oh. Know,
0: like, you guys, the like, 150 down are the most fun to watch compete, yeah. in my opinion. Especially good. when it's leg scrambly stuff because yeah. you move in ways that aren't human. Oh, that's my favorite you thing know. to do. Is just but you're giving up so much to, yeah. like, a 220-pound. Yep. The good thing
2: is that when you're small and you go in the absolute division, if you lose, like... <laughs>
1: He's bigger than me. I'm not matter. gonna be sad. Nobody expected
2: yeah. much. Yeah. You, just, you went for the glory. You mm-hmm. missed. It's fine. But if you lose someone smaller than you, you're the same size, I mean, you're gonna yeah. get sad. Then then you can uh, be upset, and you're like, I'm
1: gonna fuck that guy up next time I see him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is why it's fun to watch. Yeah, you guys got motors for days. Yeah. You do much IBJJF.
1: Uh the only IBJJF tournament I did was last year here, actually at the Twin Cities the Twin Cities Open. I did that Give for me the me first back. time, and that was sorry, I keep doing that. with the Rug. That's no, okay. Um, but. Yeah, that was my first t- first time doing it. Again, got bumped up a weight division because Max Bolo couldn't uh, make a one more po- one more pound weight allowance. He, just,
0: he is like six feet tall, bro. Like,
1: he still could have done it.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's slender. Eh. But it's, yeah.
1: I, I, i'm still gonna i'm gonna give him shit yeah anyway. correct but Oh, no definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah so i weighed in at 136 exactly at the time and uh got bumped up to like the 140 153 whatever it is i can't remember what the weight classes are yeah it's 154 um, yeah 154 so Gi, right? so yeah yeah so i had him in my bracket um max and then i had a uh, Carrie Bingham from uh south dakota and he came up to me afterwards he's like bro i weighed in at the weight limit they allowed like i if we were the same weight, that would have been different because he caught me but it was it was a fun time IBJJF like ran their event super well um only thing was I wish I got a longer break I had the biggest adrenaline dump after uh, my first match with Max and I was just like shaking just like holy shit like fuck I don't know why I'm so nervous like I've been competing in front of like a bunch of people before and now I'm just like I can't do an IBJJF tournament like what's going on so you got to disappear after just like make them find you yeah well i I even call you at least three times i did walk out of the bullpen and then they like came up to me and like yelled at me they're like you can't like we've been calling for you i was like no you haven't Yeah. like i literally walked out went to find my team talked to my team walked back in and you're just like yeah it's time to go i was like oh shit
0: but that's probably just their script we've been calling for you yeah you're the one that needs (laughs) the sense of urgency get your ass (laughs) yeah exactly
1: but no it was a good time i want to
0: do more um are they doing that this year
1: I haven't heard anything. Wouldn't I, it have
0: happened already? What, no. It's in no, no. August. I think it I think. usually happens October or yeah. November. Oh, I, I,
2: I asked about it. I, I haven't heard anything back as okay. if it's going to happen. I hope it does. they yeah, only I know, done it like twice
0: in the Twin Cities. Yeah. yeah
2: they usually... The water I know something. the
1: last time they did it, it was like... Yeah, it was like two, three-year like break. Yeah. They've but, done it three times now. Mm, no, I'm hoping to do more. I know Chicago's not too bad of a drive since... I've driven to Iowa. It's like an extra two hours. Not a big deal. Um, I just flew down there recently and... That was a mistake because I could have saved so much money if I drove myself. Well, was, Ubers were two hundred dollars for the entire trip, and I was there for two days. Huh? Yeah.
0: Well, it gotta be like a forty-five minute flight anyway. Fargo well, it was. <laughs> it was two hours,
1: or it was an hour there when I dro- when I flew uh, yeah. straight to it, and then they on my flight back I had to like fly back here, had to wait for another hour before I got to fly back to Fargo, and that was like another forty-five minutes. So
0: quick and easy though yeah Yeah. it
1: was it was super like i did not have to worry too much out of carry on it was super easy but i would much rather drive because you can kind of like zone for a minute Mm -hmm. and like focus on like think about it more Mm -hmm. instead of just like oh i'm already here sure now i have to worry about being by myself because nobody could make it down with me and now i'm just like shit i don't have anybody (laughs) i don't have anybody to keep me calm it's all on me right now but is it, is
0: that a thing for you? You get you get pretty amped up? Oh, I get, get
1: so nervous beforehand and I don't know why. I've been competing since I was a kid. Uh-huh. Like, you know, it nothing's different. Like the, you know, I mean the levels, the levels of, you know, competitors like me and Morgan have had a match and that's fucking that was terrifying too, but I knew I knew him. We had rolled before cuz we talked here. We've been friends. So as soon as I got offered the match with him, I was fucking amped. There yeah. was no nerves for that because I was like, "Oh, me and him are buddies. We're just going to go out there and have fucking fun and put on a goddamn mm-hmm. show." So it's always that's that's. How'd oh, they turn out, by the way? Um. If you could like close your ears real quick, I can't.
0: <laughs> shit out of it. No, I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> no, me and him had a good one. Um, that was in the cage at the. Yeah, that was thing, in the cage right? at yeah. World Class Grappling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have. It had to the way too bit. long of a name. Yeah, it was. World done.
2: Series of World Class Grappling. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but it it was a good time. Yeah, I got shout I got, out to Zebra and Michelle. Yeah, and yeah Zebra and Michelle. Yep. Michelle yep. Michelle's great. She let me on her other card and got beat up by Butcher. So, you know, Morgan's buddy got revenge on yep. me and I got revenge on Morgan for beating up my friend. So, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> now we're all, now we're all friends. Yeah, now we're all buddies. That was but, a
0: big old long string of heel hook attempts. Yeah, that was
1: that was a lot of uh leg pummeling. I know yeah. Morgan told me after his game plan was to, you know, go into my leg locks and then be like your leg locks ain't shit and like crush my (laughs) crush my spirit and it didn't work out but it didn't work out
2: that was good though but
1: yeah no it's been fun we i learned a lot from it and i got to as soon as i got done my coach uh, dylan was just like okay you got to show everybody that that position you worked and how you got that leg lock it's like i don't know how the fuck i did that so i had to rewatch the match like 12 times like oh okay that makes sense cool yeah i'm just gonna work that for a little bit
0: (laughs) Isn't that wild that like you can be in there in the moment doing the thing and if somebody asked you, hey, what'd you do to get there, you'd have as many question marks as they would?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's if any time I win like a match, it's usually like it's because my nerves are gone. I can just go out and do jiu-jitsu. I don't think. It's just like I don't have a game plan when I go out there. I'm not like, oh, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to wrestle him. I'm going to pull guard. I'm going to get his foot. I'm going to go for this outside heel hook from, you know, outside Ashi. Like, I don't have a set game plan. Like, there's some techniques I'm going to work. Like, I've worked a bunch of triangles a couple the last couple tournaments. Got the, got the leg. Didn't really matter. I did some wrestling, so I felt comfortable on my feet. But when I can just go out there and just be like, this is for fun. This is for just, like, you know. I get to go out and enjoy the sport that I've been doing for so fucking long and, like, mm-hmm. put on a show for people and have people come up to me afterwards and be like, that was the best match of the night. That's that's the best that's when i'm feeling good that's when i i'll just go out there and just do the thing i don't think about it when i'm in my head that's when i'm just getting my ass beat
0: sure sure hence it's not good to show up in iowa alone yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. but no it was it was pretty fun in chicago i got my first match uh, first match i got the win second match i went against the now number nine ranked 135 fiber on flow grappling's uh rankings and that was fun um I felt good, I felt like I could have done more, but he just caught me in a spot. Like I my leg lock defense is shit because people don't go for leg locks on me at my gym because they're just like, Oh, if I touch Timmy's feet, he's gonna touch my feet and then that's it. So <laughs> Your offense
0: is so good that you yeah. got no defense. Yeah, so page. it's
1: a problem so it's nice coming up here. I get Morgan to, you know, wreck my feet. I got there's like two two or three people at the gym that will go for it, but they they been busy. One was planning a wedding, the other one's um, going to school, become a doctor. Um, the other one, yeah, uh 45. the other one had just recently left the gym, so he you know he hadn't been really coming in, but uh he would come in on like Sundays and like help me out a little bit yeah. do, you, do you do anything before
2: competition to make you know get, get you out of your own headspace have, you, have you found
1: anything that works? I do, yeah, so uh the things I like to do before competition, like the day because usually there's like the weigh-ins right, you get to weigh in the day before you can go get food, all that stuff um I like to go for like at least. 10 15 minute walk just around the hotel just kind of like get some get some air uh be able to like relax for a bit and then um at night i watch the 1989 batman with michael keaton and jack nicholson because that is my favorite batman movie um i watched, I've been watching since i was a kid and it just like gets me out of my own headspace and not really thinking about like the match i'm just like it's fucking good Like this is the best movie ever <laughs>
0: it's gonna be like a case study in sports psychology so the (laughs) night before to get out of your own head what do you do
2: that term like me being in your own head Mm -hmm. see a lot of that choking comes from being very internally focused instead Mm -hmm. of being externally focused yeah so one of the things that like I've been learning about is if I want to you know prepare to do some kind of competition Uh, especially in jiu-jitsu because it's you know Mm -hmm. you're you're fighting somebody else so it's it is to completely focus on everything as external yeah focus on the environment focus on your opponent focus on what you want to do to them not how you are feeling or Mm -hmm. you know like the internal focuses so if you can kind of turn that off Mm -hmm. that can really help i
1: need to my internal like self shits on me the most out of anybody <laughs> right um like my number one thing i tell people this all the time and they're like no like you're, like, you're like you're you're being an idiot like it's whatever like no one's gonna care but i'm just like i'm gonna lose i'm gonna get my ass beat in front of everybody my team's gonna think i suck they're not gonna want want to train with me anymore they then i listen to shit shit i say when i'm coaching and be like you just lost like what do you know you know that's the things that i'm hearing in my own head and yeah, it's like then shame yeah and i tell them that and they're just like We'd still listen to you, and then they give me shit later, and I'm just like, "See right there, you wouldn't listen to me. You're a liar. You just you think I'm going to do dark shit, and you just that's it. I'm going to lose."
0: Well, by that logic, then when you do lose a match, yep. next class or next role at the gym, you just got to destroy everybody, <laughs> reassert dominance so that they respect your opinion. Again.
1: Usually, after I lose, they're all like, "That was that was." They still tell me like it was a fun match. You know, you went out there, you did the thing. Like that's the most important thing I think for my team is they're just like, um, the fact that I'm. Because we only have three black belts at our gym, or four black belts. We have Dylan, we have Cody, we have uh, myself, and then Dallas Jorgensen, who me and him got promoted at the same time. When I came back from my hiatus, me and him were main training partners, we are both blue belts, we both got our purple belts, brown belts, and black belts together. Um, but, Let's put
0: the air quotes around the word only. Yeah. Four black belts.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you come to M Theory and there's
0: Sure. You can find a, a gym that makes this right. gym look small too. But yeah. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, but I mean you have an awesome training space. Yeah.
1: But no, it's it's super cool, especially when, you know, my when I was training with Dylan, I didn't even see a black belt until I think Ish came down for a seminar and but uh, Dylan was just a purple belt, got his brown belt probably like a year after and everything. But um, they're just super happy that as one of the coaches, I go out and I show them like you know, I I will do jujitsu. I'll put myself out there. I want them to, you know, because I want everybody to compete as well. Because I think competing's probably the m- best part about doing jujitsu. Like one, winning's cool, yeah, but the experience and like the people you meet. Like my wife hates coming with me to tournaments now because I disappear. Because everybody, I I want to talk to everybody, and everybody wants to talk to me. Right. So what is and she also gets way more nervous than i do too because she's like he's gonna blow his knee out he's gonna do something <laughs> he's gonna do something stupid and then and then i didn't have health insurance at the time either so she was just like fuck what yeah. do we have to do for this now what's he gonna do what are we gonna do now yeah. we gotta come up with other plans
0: she's actually right in that yeah scenario. she is She is. she's she's the smart
1: one i'm aware <laughs> yeah. she's the smart one yeah. but you know she puts up with a lot of my bullshit and lets me do a, a, you know this crazy fucking sport going around the country and doing dumb stuff
0: you go around the country i know you travel midwest but do you bounce way uh, out there
1: i've been able to i've been fortunate enough to go down to dallas for a seminar um or what is it war tribe did a whole like big seminar they did uh they had kyle Terra there mackenzie dern andre Galval, um
0: Oh those people yeah, yeah.
1: hoist uh not Hoyce hicks and gracie and then um there was another black But i'm slipping on his name i feel so bad i'm sorry if you end up hearing this <laughs> but we won't. i got yeah <laughs> but i got to go do that and that was super fun um I have family out in Arizona, which I should just go down there whenever they do, like, an ADCC open again and have a place to stay. You know, it makes and sense. Yeah, They just did one. Like, yeah, they, uh, just, they just did it. We had one of our blue belts, Katie Stinsguard. She's a psycho, and she travel. She actually does travel around the country doing tournaments. She went to Vegas. She's going to, you know, she went to Arizona. They went to Arizona earlier for um, the Jiu-Jitsu Globetrotters, like, seminar thing that they did where they had, a, like, a whole week of just events. Um she went to Dallas for ADCC. She, yeah, she she is a real competitor. I just like jump in when I feel like it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your favorite one so far?
1: My favorite one.
0: Do you prefer the super fight thing, like where it's um, this fight, then that fight, then that fight, and we move on, or do you like the tournament vibe of grappling industries or IBJJ?
1: So I I do like the tournament vibe. The tournament vibe's nice, especially to be able to like. Because then you're not like super focused on just like one guy, right? Like then it's it's more like I'm gonna go out there, I'm gonna do my thing, right? Like we'll just see who's jiu is better. Um, but I do like super fights because I like getting paid for jiu jitsu. Super nice, um, super cool too. But it's also like it's nice having every. Um, that's always been my style of jiu jitsu is like very. Uh, you know, I want to have I want to have fun out there and I want to put on a show for the crowd because I got a taste of that at blue belt. Um, we did. I did a sub-challenge also with Max um, and we were me and him and like one other guy were in the bracket and we were the very last matches going and there were people like they were still they were picking up the mats but we still had like the entire crowd around our mat space watching still and I was like this is fucking cool I like this and everybody was telling me afterwards like that was the best match of the night right. that was awesome you did right. great you know you got beat whatever like that guy did awesome you did awesome everybody was you know doing great just everybody likes the little guys so when I can do a super fight and like have everybody watching and like enjoying that match, like because everybody gets to see like um, exciting jujitsu. You know, nothing nothing against the gi; like, you can be a little boring. But also, you know, some no gi can be a little bit boring too because people just like I'm gonna hug, I'm gonna hold you down, get my points. You know, so I do like the sub only rule set. That's fine. That's fun too. But um, you know, points is what I started out with too, and also the gi. So I'm trying to kind of get back to doing that. Mm. But. Yeah, I guess super super fights is definitely what I like to do most.
0: Couple hundred bucks here and there. A Couple hundred bucks here and there. Yeah,
1: nothing right.
2: The sub only stuff is uh you know, it's 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 fun too. Yeah. You know, like I think having some kind of point structure to incentivize mm-hmm. effective grappling is good. Yeah. But you definitely um yeah, sometimes you can kind of lose sight yeah. of what's effective grappling, and you just get kind of hung up on the bang-bang mm-hmm. the shit yeah. of the sport, the sexy stuff, you
1: know? Well, the thing with that, too, is, like, the people that play that sub-only rule set of, like, oh, well, they're not going to call me for stalling. Oh, I can just, like, walk around for a minute and, like, just act like I'm going to do something. I'm going to oh, push yeah. on their head. I'm going to, you know, do something. I'm just wait for, wait for overtime. <laughs> Um, So, you know, that that part gets a little bit boring, but... um. It happened to me just, like, a couple weeks ago. I did a a tournament, Mm -hmm. and uh, this guy was
2: just waxing me bad. It was an eight-minute match, and I didn't hit a move on him. I was literally, like, defending, defending, defending. I was like, okay, I'm not going to be able to, like, beat this guy in in regulation. So I I stalled. I was that guy. I just turtled up, you know? But see, you made that
1: that your decision, like, during the match. It's the people that come out that sign up for the tournament and they're like I'm not going to do any jujitsu until overtime Yeah, well, I then also I'll felt do something.
2: his pace was something that was unmanageable mm-hmm. like you can't sprint for 8 minutes straight yeah. and he was doing that sprinting everything was 100% so I'm like okay well I'm not going to beat him in regulation mm-hmm. so and then it actually happened like by the end he got tired and then I, I waxed him in overtime so. hell yeah
0: well it sounds like that was less you being like alright here's what I got to do and more just like him forcing that on you yeah yeah you you responded in kind to what he was delivering welcome to fighting
2: (laughs) yeah i was trying i mean i had to make adjustments on the fly but you know i was trying to win you know the whole thing i think he was just trying to win that fight however he
1: thought that was yeah but again like that's just you're again you did on the fly you get you did what you had to do in the moment it like i'm i'm saying like there's people out there that are like okay we're gonna train for this rule set the rule set means I don't have to do shit until I get to overtime. Well, if, then and I can yeah, just take your yeah. back. I can do my arm bars, all that stuff. Like, I don't, I don't like people that sign up for jiu-jitsu tournaments or, like, do matches like that and are just like, I don't want to even do jiu-jitsu until, like, the last, like, minute yeah. or, like, overtime or, like, I can do just enough to, like, get, get by, right? Like, that's why you can
2: have, like, if the match was so one-sided, they can yeah. decide that like we don't need to do overtime. Yeah. The best example is that um, Eddie Cummings when he fought Gio Martinez, mm-hmm. and nobody was be- was beating Eddie Cummings. He was yep. literally beating everybody. If they tried to do jiu-jitsu with him, they would get just smashed. Yeah. So he Gio who was also mm-hmm. very good. You know, mm-hmm. ADCC vet, all this. He stalled the entire yep. time. He be- then got and he, into overtime and yeah, just he got, got, that got he bar. got put in that like honey hole and he just like double up grabbed yep. his leg for like ten minutes. Yep. And then win in overtime, and then beat them because they got you know the, you get put in dominant positions and mm-hmm. you armbar them. Mm-hmm. People were complaining online forever, but it was also like, oh wow, he had a game plan to not do yeah. jujitsu, and then very specifically trained for this like mm-hmm. very constrained area. No, like I, I get the, the I get the game. point.
1: I get the point of view of it, and like the the need to like especially at that kind of level, you know, when you're getting like what like twenty grand a belt recognition, all that stuff. Like that makes sense. Like I get it. I get yeah. the want to do it, but I mean if like people want the sport to grow. Like you, if you wanna want to want jujitsu to grow as a sport. You got to do jujitsu to make jujitsu grow, right? But he did win, though. <laughs> he did. You know, good uh, good for him. Uh, <laughs> G- you no, know, I like Geo. Geo's 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 awesome. I got a couple of his DVDs too. I like I like the truck stuff. So, you yeah.
0: know, Geo's sweet. There's kind of some of that in every sport, though. There's yeah. the, the, like silly stuff that you know quarterbacks throwing the football away mm-hmm. or whatever. It's like no move forward you know yeah. You, yeah. how pure do you want to be about it because there's yeah. always got to be a rule set so there's always going to be little yeah you're going to yeah, yeah, for sure you know. I, I
1: get i get the i get the point of it just you know i can still hate it yeah for sure <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. that's why wwe is the purest form of <laughs> sport man just no holds barred <laughs> chairs <laughs> yeah how, how common do you think it is that Cause you said you tend to roll into super fights and tournaments, just mm-hmm. showing up saying, I'm going to do jujitsu yep. rather than like, Nope, here's my one, two, three, four, yep. five game plan. Which of those is more common? Um, e- either of his thoughts.
1: So uh, probably the most common for me is like, I, I do, I do come up with a game plan. Like we were just talking about this with um, me and Morgan. we just talking about this, how you guys were, you know, set up for a game plan. You're like, I'm not going to wrestle. Then you just, I don't know where you start wrestling, which is exactly how my game plan goes. Like, all right, I'm going to, i usually do train like with an idea it's usually like um how i tell people what i want them to do for like when they're doing their first tournaments i come up with like three things that i want to hit like that's it like if i can hit at least one of those things win or lose i did the fuck i did i did the move i wanted i've been working and that i wanted to work so like i always try to think of like something um the last you know couple matches i've been doing my brain just goes straight to leg locks which you know i'm trying to i'm Filthy. trying to get away from it filthy like, yeah like i, I love leg locks leg locks are fun leg locks help me develop my game to you know very like very well um but i do i've been wanting to hit triangles i want to hit some more kamoras. uh get some passes in you know i don't want to be that guy that's just like oh he just pulls guard gets gets your feet and that's all he can do you know i don't want to be that guy
0: counterpoint if it works and you win. if it
1: works it works right it does which yeah like so i don't you're
0: now you're worried about people sitting over here going well he only does yeah that what a- well
1: i also don't care if people say uh-huh. that but like yeah, i exactly. would like to show show off more of my game because yeah, like sure. a lot of people like i did come the last time i came here actually uh i don't know who it was but i walked up and i had my gi on and i was hanging out and i was waiting after the roll uh waiting after the roll uh the first class Drake's class and then i was gonna do the rolling portion i had my gi on and she she was looking at me like like what's like looking at me up and down and i was like hi she's like you own a gi? I was like i do yeah i was like you train in the gi? i was like i actually train more in the gi than i do in no gi mm-hmm. like to be honest with mm-hmm. you um, so you know that's always fun to like see people's reactions to like me doing something different um, i know you got some video mostly of today of just me and morgan like ripping on each other's feet but that's cuz i need someone to rip on my feet yeah and morgan's the guy for that mm-hmm. For for competition,
2: um, it's it's important to separate what you want to do mm-hmm. and what you do do. Yeah, you know. So it's nice to have film. You can watch what you're actually doing, or you can have you know a coach kind of also tell mm-hmm. you. Because it's like, yeah, if you're just thinking about like what moves do I want to hit, that yep. may not present itself in a match. Mm-hmm. So um, for me personally, like if, to your question, mm-hmm. I instead just try and um, think about what good position is and focus on that. Like For me, it's going to be, okay, well, this match, I'm going to make sure that I'm prioritizing inside position. Mm-hmm. This guy's never going to grab my head. This guy's never going to hit a move on me. That's what I want to think about rather than being like, I want to hit this backside 50-50, mm-hmm. K-guard, whatever yes. move. It's like, yeah, that may not present itself because that's all depending on like what the reactions of the other yeah. person is. So instead, it's like I just want to be in good position always. Mm-hmm. And then just you can visualize like what positions are good position for you, or what what mm-hmm. what are you, what are you right. focusing on to have, um, you know, good like top down structure, overarching well, good ideas of effective jujitsu. No, that's yeah. that's thinking more broadly rather than yeah. a yeah, specific much, one, yeah.
0: two, three. Because what are the odds of that? Yeah, coming into fruition
2: right. and being more focused on like control or like mm-hmm. how to control your uh your opponent mm-hmm. and not get put out of position you you'd, you'd never want to be put out of position like you don't want to put yourself out of position without even being forced in that position there's a lot of positions that will do that mm-hmm. you know so i just try and focus on just being in good position and like controlling what i can control which is you know myself
1: mm-hmm. yeah no It, it the point you're making about having film that's super great we actually have a guy that um that's like one of the one of the biggest things he does for the gym actually is like he uh one uh, he's the one that is going to be like trying to go to be a doctor dylan bowen he's purple belt if he's not doing schoolwork, he's just studying jujitsu just watching tape getting everybody getting everybody ready doing you know breaking everything down for people on like either a new position he's working on or like how he can make like an already bad position even shittier for you like his his jujitsu is so mean, and the worst part, he just laughs at you while he's doing it. It's like, "How's my knee mount pressure?" I want to kill, I want to die, and he's yeah. like, "Good." Like, let me let me show you how to make it worse now. Um, but anytime you sh- you show up to a match and you show him video, he's gonna study it, break it down. And he'll be like, "Okay, this is the these are like these are the things that you messed up on," and it's like, "This is what you should work on from now on from there." Because like uh, I was telling Morgan earlier, my when I had my match with Butcher at World Class Grappling too. Um, shout out Luke Powers. <laughs> yeah, shout out Luke Powers and fucking my neck up for like a month and a half. <laughs> but no, he was he's cool. He's fun. Um, but after my match with that, we uh, he broke that down perfectly on um, I need to cross post more when I'm in on the legs in like a 50-50 position or like when they're trying to reach up, and grab my head or when they're trying to stand. So I've been working cross posts for, you know, since then. And it's been helping me like just in a tremendous amount so that's it's great to have a guy like that um i know not everybody can do that at our gym not everybody you know not everybody can do it at any gym you know people get busy there's a lot of shit so it's really nice to have a guy that's just like hey send me your send me your film and like i'm gonna break it down for you and like help you
0: out
2: yeah it's a good way to improve
0: yeah Well it's it like the convergence of having an outside set of eyes and mm-hmm. they're just telling you what they saw versus yeah. also you being able to watch it yeah. and compare notes yeah I mean, talk about a compounding variable Mm -hmm. in your ability to improve, you know? Yeah.
2: And on another layer of that, I mean, for that match specifically, obviously I was working with Butcher for that match. (laughs) You know, Drake and myself, Mm -hmm. we worked on – so we had to study film to figure out, you know, where we thought we could get you Mm -hmm. with Butcher's skill set, right? So it was very specific how we wanted him to approach that match. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, which is the cool thing about this is that now that the match happened – and he was able to, you know, control you in certain ways, yep. then you take a look at that and be like, this is where I was, you know, so it's like yep. you're able to Im- improve your your skill set through, yeah. like, real-time competition. Yeah,
1: no, and that's the, like, you know, losing sucks, but, I mean, it makes you so much better than if you just, like, win the match, you know, like some of my wins are, like, 10 seconds, 15 seconds, something like that, some crazy shit, you know, wins whatever. Wins
2: feel good, losses yeah. can be soul-crushing.
1: Yeah, but... Losses are what's going to help you, right? Losses help you way more than winning because it's like, oh, okay. It's the thing I've been doing. like It's the move I've been working. Perfect. Cool. Don't change anything. You know, I'd, I'm not saying I'd rather lose. Like, I'd definitely rather win. Definitely rather win some cash, win a belt, something cool like that. But, um, you know, the people that are like, I fucking hate losing, like, don't hate it. You just learn from it. If you're not learning from it, then that's, that's when you're fucking up at.
0: Because fundamentally, the guy who lost to you failed to do you the service of – illuminating the gaps yeah like you were making mistakes and Mm -hmm. you you had gaps in your game but they didn't capitalize on them yeah so you have no idea yeah
1: and that's like the cool thing too is like if you get like a rematch with that person like they they learn like they usually have learned from your skill set and they know how to like work it better so that's why like every time you see you know people going against each other like two three four times whatever it is you know they if, you know, they've had, like, a couple months to prepare, they've gotten that much better. And, like, even if you lose, like, all right, now you get to be better. Like, right? Like, it's kind of what Morgan was saying with, like, he, me and him had our match. He was able to take all that information, bring it to Butcher, and then Butcher just fucked me up. So now, hopefully at a laser later date, I get Morgan later, and then I can fuck him mm-hmm. up, feel better about myself.
0: <laughs> and one of your guys fights Butcher, and then yeah, you've no, got information. It's yep. just compounding interest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sort of nightmarish, actually. Like, how narrow does it end up getting as the layers add on? When's your guys' rematch? don't
1: have one. Uh, yeah, we don't have anything set up.
0: We want a lot of money.
1: Yeah. It's got to be. <laughs>
2: I'm thinking, like, at least a few racks each, you know? <laughs> then we'll
1: make a bet, and then we'll just, like... Then I'll win all the money, and then I'll give him like maybe like a thousand or something. You know, sort of at least showing up. Yeah. Are, <laughs> we, are we
0: talking about fixing jujitsu matches now? No, 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 not, no, no. Not, just like payments, payments. No, you got me now. <laughs> I'm in. Let's let's uh, make this a racket.
2: No, uh, we got a storyline. It's it's been it's been building now. Yeah, it's no. so funny that you know it started off with your teammate, and then me, and mm-hmm. then my teammate is like it was so funny. Yeah, it was it was it was
1: interesting. Morgan beat up you know one of our purple belts at. Um, Who was that? ryan sabo he was he just recently he just recently left he found another gym you know good for him but you know well, he's, so he's probably happy that i, I beat
0: him yeah way. yeah it's cool now like i don't <laughs> care anymore like Mor-
1: morgan's a better teammate than he is pure, no i'm kidding uh, ryan ryan is like in my like exactly right at my weight class he was one of the like main training people people i trained with but um he found a different gym you know shit happens whatever uh but him and morgan had a match morgan morgan caught him you know it was whatever and then uh Michelle offered me the match with him, and we had already been talking. we had gotten to train together like once or twice before. And then she, I was like, I messaged him. I was like, Hey, take the match. He was like, What are you I was like? What are you talking about? And I was like, Me and you got a match. We're doing it, at World class. And he just started. It was just really funny. So then we, we were, you know, chatting on Instagram, just like giving yeah. each other crap back and forth a little bit. Yeah, that was a fun.
2: That was a fun match. It was a little bit different than anything else I had like taken before, mm-hmm. but one was because. You know i knew that there was this danger of this heel hook and i had never fought anybody that had really good leg attacks so it was cool to to take that and then there was also this this idea because i know we had trained with each other that mm-hmm. we both we both knew that either one of us could win yeah <laughs> it wasn't yeah. gonna be like oh like oh i'm just gonna win for sure like yeah. in either in either direction so yeah. it was also exciting in that way that I just feel like a lot of times, a lot of times when you compete against people, you already kind of know mm-hmm. if you can beat this guy or if, if you have no chance. If you've trained before, um, people compete a lot; they kind of know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, kind of know if there's like a skill level gap. So that was a fun one.
0: But yeah, but I mean, you've done some rolling ahead of time, and you, yeah. you have an intimate feel with the fact of like this might, yeah, yeah. might go well. It, it was nice yeah. too
1: because I didn't even know Morgan at the time, but uh, Katrina, Mene now. Right? I think so, yeah. um, She was yeah. one of my old training partners. She, come, she came up here and she uh, pointed Morgan out specifically. Like She's I told always him, doing that, by
2: yeah. the way. She <laughs> always points me out when she has people come out. She's like, you should roll with, me. You should roll she, with uh,
1: there, yeah. But she was like, he rolls just like you. He likes the legs. He likes nogi. He's just, he rolls exactly like you do. Like, he is my Minnesota Timmy Carpenter because me and her are main training partners, too. <laughs> so, um, but I was like, okay. And then, like, we didn't end up rolling. And then, like, class ended. And she was like, did you roll with Morgan? I was like, no. And she, like, grabbed Morgan. It's like, hey. You guys should roll together, and then Morgan immediately we're in the ghee, and he's just like, "You can heal with me. It's fine. I don't care." And I was like, "Okay, cool."
0: <laughs> Did we just become best? Friends? Pretty much.
1: <laughs> so then, as we were just going, like I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, he does roll just like I do," and yeah. like we had that, you know, that pretty matching skill set. Yeah. You know, like you were saying, yeah, like it, it. That's always
2: we talked about that today too. After we rolled, mm-hmm. we we're like, I think we. Developed around the same time, yeah. Around the same size, yeah. Similar kind of foundational skills. Mm -hmm. Our jiu-jitsu did
0: develop, kind of, kind of similarly. Yeah. In or near Canada. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Both near the border. (laughs) (laughs) Katrina has a great eye for jujitsu. She does. It's it's not. It's like we kind of joke about. She's always Mm -hmm. pointing you out, but like she sees games and shapes.
1: Yeah. No, uh, she if she was ever to like. make super fights or something she'd be good at she'd that be a good is, matchmaker uh, yeah, that would be good You're yeah right. um but yeah her she i always love telling this story about her i'm gonna bring it up just because it's funny mm-hmm. um her very first tournament she's getting ready for she wanted to do wrestling defense and she was working on like single leg defense right like beyond so,
0: pull guard
1: yeah beyond pull guard. Oh. uh she yeah. want she wanted to be aggressive she wanted yeah. to be aggressive out there, which, you know, I've heard she got the nickname Face Pusher when she was like first came up here. And that was really funny because like anytime she went for armbar, she was just shoving faces down. Like, you know, and that's kind of the style of our gym is like a little aggressive. Um, but she was in a single leg and we were trying to tell her like, you know, they, they have her leg lifted up. You know, pummel your leg out, stomp your foot down. She pummeled her leg out and we we're like, stomp your foot. And the foot that's already like she's standing on, she decides to jump in the air and like stomp it on the mat. And we're like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, stomp the leg that they have, like, get yeah. control of. You need to get out of there. And she was just like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Give a nice little special shout-out to um – Lucas as well. Yeah, Lucas, he, Mene, too. Yeah, he, can't, he can't talk about Katrina without Lucas. Yeah. He's a real uh, special guy.
0: Yeah. yeah, one of the gym power couples. Yeah, that's an episode series I want to do. as power They come with each other well too. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: No, they always let me stay at their place too. So big shout out to them. I was awesome. where all
0: you guys stay when you come down to the two uh, cities. I was like, that's expensive every few months driving well, down I, I in hotels.
1: And- yeah, Robert usually will stay with his sister. So he's got his, you know, his uh. sister lives up here. Everybody else usually will, like, drive up. Um, we just stay for the day, like, real quick. Just, like, drive up, do class, bail. But, like, if I have, like, a match or, like, if I'm going to stay, like, a little bit longer, if I'm able to, I will, you know, I'll ask them. If they don't want me there, that's perfectly fine, but I know they have a house, so I'm like, You guys have space. Like, come on. Come on. But no. Hey, I'm staying um, at your house again. They're they're always super nice about either like telling me yes or no. Like I'm never gonna be like, Oh, you guys don't let me want me to stay at your house. Like it's fucked up. Like I thought we were cool. No. Um but it would, Luke, it
0: would work. They're nice people. Yeah, no. They're they're, they're, they're
1: super nice. Um Luke Luke always asks me a bunch of questions and Luke's Luke's super knowledgeable too. I love picking his brain on, on jujitsu as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, they're they're both great. I was so happy that they are together, and that mm-hmm. I got to go to their wedding and everything, and mm-hmm. that was fun. I couldn't stay at their house for their wedding, so I couldn't stay long. <laughs> <laughs> I figured asking, "Hey, can I stay at your guys' place while you, <laughs> you know, for your, your wedding?" That'd be fucked up. So I was like, "We'll drive up there, we'll stay for a bit, and then you know, we'll take off after because you know, three hour drive at mm-hmm. like eight o'clock at night."
2: We should see if Katrina wants to promote our rematch. Ooh. I'm thinking maybe we can do like a celebrity boxing thing. where we we'll, we'll just we'll just straight up do boxing. <laughs> You know? <laughs> have either of you boxed? No, uh, that'd be great. if you I did Muay Thai boxed. for six years.
0: Oh no, no, you don't want that. Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll maybe. do the MMA though. <laughs> 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 I gotta at least put a real set in, that I have a chance. To yeah, play yeah, it. or stock car racing, something neither Ooh, of you are yeah. good at. Pick something weird.
2: We could just do fifty-fifty shootouts from Ooh, the beginning. Yeah, they yeah. um, we'll do like a nine-inning fifty-fifty shootout. Oh, let's
1: do that. Yeah, I'm down for that. That'd uh, be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we'll have nine innings, but you know, there's only one. Ten, yeah. there's it, it only lasts like two rounds because we both blow each other's legs out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Uh, no, that'd be. will keep brainstorming. We'll yeah, take We'll figure it out. But, um, <laughs> no, a rematch. A rematch will happen when it's you know when it it's either at like a IBJJF tournament or if we just you know if somebody wants to set something up. I know. I know Subspectrum has their big thing of like if you you know you do their open and then you win, you know you get on their on their card like yeah. their 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 super their super fight show that they're doing which they're doing, they're doing soon I think it's September second they have a stacked card bunch of guys from Next Levels on there and it's just they when they go down there they just wreck people it's ridiculous how good that that gym is too and especially in the Nogi scene,
0: did they just dominate a card? Yeah, they like down in Iowa or something? they just
1: won the like the open they had. Uh, f- all four of their guys for like out of like the five advanced positions they had like 145 and up um, they had a guy set in every division except for 145 and they won every division every person got gold they're all in the car they're in all the just open, right? yeah in the open so That's now they crazy. get to go do the um. now they're going to go do the actual like pro show where um, each guy I think I think everybody has a super fight except one is in a like four man tournament for like the 170 title or like 185 um, so yeah, those guys are. I wish I've gotten to go train at their gym too. They're just they're super cool. They're fun to they're fun to chit chat with too. Mm.
0: You know? Tell me about coaching.
1: <sighs> coaching.
0: You coach I'm bad kid, at it. Coach kids class.
1: I do coach kids class. So I coach the kids classes with um, Katie Stinsgard, um, Justin Lordman, who's one of our brown belts, and then uh, Dylan as well. He's jumped in on that. Pretty big kids program up there. Yeah, so we have like two separate programs. Well, not separate, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we have our first class, which is for like kids, kind of like six, six and under. Um, it's mostly just Katie's kids. <laughs> it's two of her, two of her boys, and then we have like um, usually two or three other kids that come in, and that's a lot of games, but um, like jujitsu related, everything that they're they're still learning how to shrimp, how to you know control guard, work in position, stuff like that. And then we have our older kids, which are like eight or nine and up and that we have so many talented kids in that like we can show them a move and they like immediately hit it or like like i think we showed one of them like how to bolo the other day and they just like picked it up immediately Like oh sweet perfect you are gonna just start smashing people with this um nice and then i teach the women's jujitsu program as well um which all that is is just like women's only stuff it's only gi. we do um self-defense some takedowns and just like working from positions that are like you know vulnerable positions uh close guard you know mount um right working a lot more defensively um no leg locks for them yet um if they want to do leg locks i have a thursday class that i get to teach and we go over leg locks or just whatever i'm kind of thinking front front head stuff just any anything that's on the brain at the time um but that's always that's always been fun. Teaching's been one of my favorite things since I was a white belt. I wanted to teach, and why do you
0: say you're bad at it then?
1: Because I get distracted pretty easily. Like I'll walk around, I'll be like, "All right, these are the new guys. I really need to help them." But I got some friends over here that are doing the move, and they're fucking around, and I have to yell at them. And then I get distracted and talk for them for ten minutes, and I'm like, "Oh, got to help out the white belts again." So I need to do better about that. <laughs> I'm. I know. I know. I'm bad. I know. I. Mess up in that area. The yeah. instruction. But however, the instruction is, is good. Is yes. good. Yeah, yeah, I do. I give a lot of detail if anybody has any questions, you know, ask me either during, after, whatever. Like, I never yeah. get mad at, like, the, like, I do get mad at the what if guy. But, I mean, I don't mind just, like, sitting there and, like, helping out for, yeah. you know, five, ten minutes of just, like, like, you can always do this. You can always do this. Like, you do jiu-jitsu. Like, you do something, they do something. You do something, that's just how yeah. it is.
0: That's why that's dangerous because yeah. for every ridiculous scheme you come up with, there's an actual answer. Right? Yeah. You just keep going and going <laughs> and going. Uh, do you want to teach? Do you want to coach? I do. Like, I've, like I, career trajectory Yeah, wise? if I
1: could do that instead of... From work? Yeah, work-work. Um, you know, for sure, I would rather be at the gym 10 hours a day just doing jiu-jitsu then, you know, I'm at a, I'm working at a chiropractic office. They're great. They're super nice. They have they let me do um take time off to go do jiu-jitsu. They mm-hmm. let me teach classes and everything too. So yeah. they, you know, they're great and everything, but if I can just do, you know, what I love, like yeah, that's what I want to do. It's almost a
0: dumb question when I ask it. Yeah. Everybody's like, "Well, yeah." Yeah. Obviously. Roll around with my buddies all yeah. day. <laughs> cool. Let's do it. Would you roll still around.
2: love it though if it was a career.
0: Absolutely. I could
1: <laughs> I've been doing this for so long, bro. I fucking I don't care if like I could do this every single day for the rest of my life. As long as I get like a break when I'm injured, will be cool. And especially if I can like just teach and just like kind of watch too. I don't have to like roll every day because we have some killers on the mat. Like Katie, when she gets ready for tournaments, she's mean. Um, Rob is just difficult in just every way, shape, and form. Just anytime I try to do anything to him, he's just like, I, okay, you got me this one time in this arm bar, you are never going to do that to me again because I'm going to figure out how you did that, and then I'm just going to make you look stupid. It's just the size difference. Yeah, it is. That's yeah. all. Especially with Rob's style, you know, he just likes to flow pass and doesn't actually do any pressure.
0: <laughs> what about, like, own a gym?
1: Um, I've Say no I have watched <laughs> Dylan over the years owning a gym, and he – always talks to me about uh, one of our one of our other brown belts just went and opened their own gym and he's like good like now you get to see what a fucking headache it is and like
0: it's like wishing the worst on your kids yeah someday when you have your own kids yeah you're gonna know what i'm going through
1: but uh no it would be cool but i mean i'm it's tough to like want i've been at the gym so long and like dylan is like you know he's a great friend he's a mentor everything. He's just been a great dude for me. I've had a lot of, like, issues in my life and he's always just been super helpful. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, I'm not going to open a gym down the street. Yeah. In and Far- I always tell him, though, I'm like, oh, I could just open a gym, like, you know, three buildings down and, like, we just take some of the students over there. Like, it'd be cool.
0: They go to Moorhead. It's a <laughs> right. whole different yeah. state. They're <laughs> one state away.
1: Uh, but that's always been my wife's question, too. She's like, would you ever move away from Fargo? I was like, I mean, because, like, she is... The breadwinner for sure. She spoils the shit out of me, and it's a problem. Uh, she hates it, but she also keeps doing it, so I'm not gonna be upset about it. Mm-hmm. But she, I always told her if like her job, because like she applied for a spot to like maybe go to Ireland for like a uh, part of her job, and she's like, "Would you like?" I just applied. I don't think I'll get it, but are you okay with that? I'm like, yeah. Like I just get to live out there. Cool.
0: Um You're the trophy husband,
1: right? Yeah. There's there's gym there's gyms out there. There's jujitsu everywhere. If there's not, I can open a gym. Like, it's fine too.
0: There we go. So. Not a lot of competition with Dylan in Ireland.
1: Yeah. It's
0: like far enough away. Um,
1: but no, for sure. If I ever if I ever needed to move away, I'd definitely that'd probably be my idea is to like open a gym over like going to another gym. But, you know, maybe like go to a gym for a while. Steal, check it out. See the see students. the spot at least, yeah. and then no, if it's not for me, you know, I kinda have my own ideals. I know everybody has their own ideals about gyms. There's some people that like you have to wear a white gift. You know, you got to show, you know, all this stuff. There's, like, certain things that you have to do. And, like, our yeah. gym is just super nice where it's, like, you know, at least wear a gi. Yeah. We have please, one dude that has... Yeah. Yeah. be clean. Yeah. Be clean. Clip your fingernails. There's one guy that shows up with a pink gi and a fucking cucumber on it for his logo. He's super weird white belt
0: but for his logo yeah he, he's got a white belt and he st- he's
1: a logo? St- he streams so he's a he's a streamer oh, as good far for as him. yeah so good for him. uh jujitsu streamer no 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 I think he does games I I don't know. I haven't actually checked out his stream but I I love making fun of him. He's one of my favorite like white
0: belts to like pick on at the moment. <laughs> well you're coming in as your own character. Yeah, yeah. So
1: he's yeah. got his he's got his own <laughs> he's got his own idea in his head and he's he's awesome but uh yeah so like we're we're cool with it. You want to wear a pinky, that's fine, but um, and then also, you know, Dylan's so cool about, like, he if you find something online or, like, you watch a DVD and you're like, hey, we should, like, try doing this stuff, he's like, start working on it and then bring it to, you know, bring it to your next class. Like, make sure you understand the details and understand the technique before you're teaching it. If you're just like, here's the heel hook. You grab and you rip it. Do that. That's not, that's not at all what you should be teaching, right? Like, you got to teach it and you're able to con- Control your opponent and control yourself before... Control yourself before you can control your opponent. Like, that's his number one thing. Is right. Like, we don't need a bunch of people just, like, ripping on on shit because their egos and everything, hurting your training partners, all that stuff. Um, So that's super important to me, too, is, like, being able to uh, understand everything that you can about, like, a position, a technique before you just start teaching it. Because I want to give as much detail and as much information as I can on it before... You know, then, like, two days later, I'm like, oh, we shouldn't be doing that, actually. Like, you guys are starting to hurt each other. Like, that's a problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is that a problem with the technique, though? Or is that a problem with the coaching or the intention?
1: Or um, the well, We've never, like, ha- actually had that as an issue. Like, it's never been an issue. I've never seen it in, like, any of the gyms that I've been to is, like, people ripping on shit because they have an ego. Like, yeah, maybe for, like, the first couple times when people come in for their, like, first class, um, they're... Like, oh, I did college football. Oh, I was a high school wrestler. Like, right. they have that they have that thing in their brain that's just like, I could fuck up all these people. Well, it's, al- it's
0: also, a, like, if, you, if it's your first time doing a fighting thing, yeah. the impression is it's fighting. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to fight now. Yeah. Or so no, you're practicing an arm bar, bro. Exactly. You, you just don't know until you and know. And, like, even when
1: people are, like, practicing the move, they're fighting out of the position or, like, defending it. Like, all right, let like, your partner do an arm bar. No, just like curling their right. arm back and or just it's like, fighting. I'm supposed yeah, to fight. Yeah, exactly. So it's part of learning, though. Yeah, and they like do start to learn. Um, where my favorite, I I love rolling with new people because.
0: Me too. <laughs> Probably uh, different reasons.
1: Yeah. Well, my favorite thing is like I've i told this to Katie because I do this to I, I do this to a couple people. Um, when I first roll with them, I feel, I, I want to feel out their energy, right? Like I want to see like, okay, are they actually? Do they want to learn, or are they here to try to like beat me up? And like as soon as they're like, I'm gonna try to outmuscle you. I'm gonna beat you up. I'm just gonna crush you because you know you're a 130 pound, 35 pound looking child. You know, and if it's no gi, like they don't even own a black belt, so that's even better. Um, and they're just like going super hard. I always make sure I do the exact same submission to them, at least like seven or eight times. And my go-to has just been triangles lately. I'm like if you're, you know, if you're screwing around and like you're just, I feel like you're trying to hurt me. I'm going to triangle you seven times in the roll in a five minute period, so you understand, you need to chill out. Because I'm not gonna be like the guy that's the mean one, just like on top, side control pressure, knee mount, just like, holding them down yeah what's wrong with that there's nothing wrong what's with that, that. that's a, you know <laughs> i gotta work with what i'm given and if i'm 135 yeah, yeah. pounds and a you know 180 pound wrestler comes in and i'm on my back i'm not gonna be shooting up triangles yeah, or i'm not gonna be right. sweeping them anytime soon
0: your well, point your point is making it as obvious yeah. as possible that you're in control of this yeah. and you're dominating because i just keep triangling yeah and over that's over and
1: over that's the thing and like it it helps some people and some people understand like um one of one of our one of my training partners he just moved up here you guys saw him today cannon swanson uh first time i rolled with him i tried with him like seven times he was a college you know college wrestler he was really good he was you know he wanted he wanted to learn um once blue, i got him in like belt that was here? he's a blue belt yes yeah, okay. um and i put him in a triangle like the seventh time or like i was about to set it up and he stopped the entire role and was like you're gonna try me again aren't you and i was like i'm fucking trying and then he just like laughed about it loved it and like he he's gone on to do incredible things too he's incredible fighter he's loves jujitsu now he's just like all about it um it sucks that he moved but you know it's one of those things too another guy ian wilcox he's another purple belt that we had my first time rolling with my armbar, i like 15 times mm-hmm. and he was just like laughing like and i was like oh shit like he just went crazy and he was like no like it's like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing like, I just realized right now, I don't know shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's perfect. That's what you need to, like, have that mindset of, I don't know what I'm doing here.
0: Step one. Yeah,
1: step, step one, No, you don't know anything. <laughs> step funny. two, start to learn some shit.
2: It's funny that you can take different approaches to how, how you deal with the the new person, you know, problem. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can go about it the opposite way. I, I feel like I almost go about it the opposite way. That guy who comes in who's like 190 pounds, mm-hmm. like, you can't sweep him because he's effective in that position like he he has good base good balance you know Mm -hmm. i don't want to like take that away from him and say like you need to go to your back to learn jiu-jitsu yeah it's better to do it naturally by just saying like i want you to use all your attributes Mm -hmm. that you can and then you just increase the you know how hard it's going to be by like you increase the time can you be effective for 30 minutes yeah can you be effective for an hour (laughs) because a lot of people come in they can if they're you know athletic strong Have good, you know, if they've ran, if they've done, you know, they have uh, abilities, natural abilities that they have to Mm -hmm. be effective in a grappling aspect, but no one comes in efficient. Yeah. No one comes in efficient. And so it's like, how do you want to show that person? You know, like you, you can just tell them like, oh, you need to relax. You know, there's all these things that like you did to kind of be more efficient, mm-hmm. but really they got to figure it out for themselves. So yeah, put the clock on, you know, you make them go for an hour. And then <laughs> you, you're going to have to change your behavior mm-hmm. because you can't be that effective without being efficient and last an hour. So then people will, will slowly change their behavior yep. to be more efficient,
1: which is nice, too. We do like some rolling on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Um, it's really just an hour roll like, five, seven-minute round uh five-minute or seven-minute rounds, and, like, we've been having some new guys show up, and they're just, like, fuck, this is hard. Like, yeah, we do this every day. Like, mm-hmm. you got to conserve your energy at some yeah, points. And, like, and like, Dil- like, Dylan made it a point to, like, let everybody know too recently, like, if you're a competitor or you plan on competing, try not to take rest rounds. If you're going to roll, or if you're going to, like, need a rest round, roll lighter, but you are going to continue to roll. Right? Unless you are injured or you need to, like, like you're about to throw up, then sit down or go to the bathroom. Because if you throw up on the mats and he has to clean it up, he is going to be in a very bad mood the rest of the day.
2: <laughs> is he saying take restaurants or don't take restaurants? Uh, try not to take restaurants. Yeah, I don't believe in restaurants. <laughs> I don't think that's I don't think that's indicative. Because if you're training, if you're designing practice, mm-hmm. why are some people getting to sit out, get a break, and then come in fresh against other people? It yeah. doesn't make any sense. I think if you have to take a round off, you should just be done. Like, yeah. If you're really that
1: tired, just be done. Fair, it's a fair point. Yeah, I'm no, I like that. I think that's that's true. I've taken a couple rest rounds before too, though, so I can't.
0: be like, I, think, I think there's probably something right. to be said early on when, if depending on someone's fitness level, like yeah. in order to just actually get to practice for another round they have to they just don't have the fitness to mm-hmm. keep going they've got to take one off they're not coming in with any advantage over the other white belt that they're about to roll with sure that's, right? that's but they're dead. they're increasing their work volume setting aside the jiu-jitsu element and just mm-hmm. plain old physiological fitness i think there's there's probably room for that but once you're established and a couple stripes on the blue belt, and you train three, four days a week, why are you skipping around? Yeah, why are you skipping around? Um, Is it a, still a fitness thing? Because we got to right. talk. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I'm saying? It's been a while, man. Mm-hmm. You are literally just looking to cycle in fresh again and mm-hmm. have a little bit of a leg up on the yeah. on it means the person. Yeah, they're rolling rolling too with.
2: hard for their one round, and they, then they do one round or two rounds right. on one round off when everyone else isn't doing that. Yeah, it's not indicative of the training room. That's why I really like when we do um, some of our like practice design. Mm-hmm. we keep the same partner the whole time and you just change the positions you change the starting positions and then you change the tasks and the focuses right but it's the same partner uh, that hour-long training that class it really uh, changes the dynamic yeah. because if you tried really hard in the beginning and you start to go you know dip in your energy the other guy will pick up you see that there's some consequences for how you're managing your efficiency and yeah in
0: same kind of thing when you get grouped into three. Yeah. So you have a round off. Mm-hmm. Right. But right. so decide. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a, yeah. that's
2: an actual like environmental, you know, change yep. in the constraints. So like you if yeah, if it's if it's six minutes on, three minutes off, you know, it's gonna change your behavior as far as like how hard am I training to fight for these positions and making sure that I you know I've all this time to recover, it's not gonna be the same as if you're rolling for you know, ten minute rounds, thirty second break for an hour and a half.
0: Is that roughly what you guys were doing the first part of the day today? You just kind of rolled continuously through the first three rounds.
1: Yeah, that's that's what we, mean, yeah. Me and Morgan rolled just thirty minutes straight. Just didn't yeah. really didn't really stop. We and you warm up first, though. Yeah, we did warm up. We did the takedowns um, kind back of and sport. forth. Kind of, yeah, kind of, sort of kind the of takedowns. Sort of. <laughs> it, we were like going kind of like back and forth with each other, just like doing some positions, kind of talking a little bit more, but. Yeah, we did just 30 minutes straight. And then after 30 minutes, we like, I got water. And then we just kind of talked about some of the positions that we've both been working. Right. Um, So we did take a rest round, but it was still geared towards like, how can I be more effective Mm -hmm. in this position that you're more effective in? It's like he showed me some stuff 50 50. I went over some stuff from outside, uh, outside Ashi and just some outside heel hook stuff. And yeah, so just, I think as long as you're like, if you are going to take a rest round, as long as you're like, either either that guy that's protecting like the 40 30 40 people on the mat from like colliding with each other cool or if you're like sitting down with somebody else and like talking with them just like trying to figure out another move like that's that's a good reason for you know yeah. a rest round too just like continuously talking about the technique and still learning not just like laying on the mat like oh my god i'm so exhausted i can't do another round
0: yeah, yeah ish took a round off because he was he was going over some technical yep. stuff with blue belt matt they finished mm-hmm. a, a role in, and he engaged it he's like let me show you something yeah you know you could tell as a coach he mm-hmm. was like okay you're getting close to something you're, yeah. you're on to something let's let's zone in on yep, it. and right. the whole next round was him coaching you Yeah. you know. Oh, you took a round off. it wasn't like he
2: was taking a round off and then found a guy who was training very, very hard and thought, okay, this is my chance to get him, which is, I (laughs) see a lot of people do that.
0: I'm going to skip rounds two through four and then I'm going to go get Chaney. Come here. (laughs) Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Give me advice. Advice? Yeah. So one of the things I do here is I have black belts give advice to each of the belt levels. Mm -hmm. So not me in particular. Yeah. But somebody just starting and or a white belt, somebody who's a blue belt, okay. purple, etc.
1: Okay. For white belts, you're going to suck. You are going to be bad, and that is completely okay. It's not your job to be good at jujitsu. It's not your job to beat up everybody in, in the gym. It's your job to learn and to, like, genuinely take advice and, you know, understand people are there to help, like, to help you. Um, for blue belts, uh, keep grinding. Like
0: P- you de- pause one second. Okay. Genuinely take advice. Tell me what you mean.
1: So there's a lot of people where they were like, like if you're if you roll with somebody and like especially like if you roll with a white belt and like you catch them or whatever and you're just like hey like really quick let me show you something like this is what you could have done differently like yep. and you you'll kind of see some of those people that are like yeah okay whatever or like they'll roll their eyes or just like yeah sure and just like walk away like je- actually listen you know people like we want you to be better we want you to stick around like there's nothing more that you know any person in any gym loves more than like new people coming in and enjoying yeah. the sport that we yeah. do
0: more training partners
1: yeah so
2: as a coach though you don't need to put you know if that guy's not going to be receptive like don't yeah try yeah, yeah no don't, don't 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 like save your energy for the guys that ask yeah. what you do there
1: to the person that you know is giving the advice If they don't want to take it, don't take it. But as a as a white belt, do your best to listen to everything like anybody says. You know, whether it's, you know, a blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, whatever it is, like they're they're there to help you, right? Even some white belts that have been there a little bit longer. Like you know, if they give you a little bit of advice, they were just there, so (laughs) they kind of understand. They understand exactly what you're doing.
0: They can explain to you that trying to cross collar someone while in their closed guard is probably not 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 the best not the best call. Right. despite the hundredth try that you've given it.
1: Keeping your head down on the stomach and closed guard with your hands on the mat is not a good idea. Um,
0: Long term. Yeah. Okay, Uh, blue.
1: Blue belts. Um, Keep grinding. I know for a fact that most, as soon as you hit blue belt, like you have solid defense and you have at least like one or two moves that you hit pretty consistently. Focus on those moves still. Make them as strong and as like, solid as you can i think it's not your job to like continue to learn like every single position every single technique yes you should know the positions you don't have to be amazing at them all right like not everybody's gonna be super great at spider not everybody's gonna be super great at de la Hiva. um just focus on what works with your body type and just keep developing your game to the positions that you are finding success in right um purple belt Put yourself out there more. Um, It is okay to tap to a blue belt. It is okay to tap to a white belt. You don't have to worry about it. No one's going to care. But the big thing is it's important to compete. It's important to, like, find, like, a group. Like, we have... I don't want to say like clicks, but there are like certain certain people are like grouped in together because they're all working the same kind of technique. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, find find your find your group that's gonna be there to help you and like get you better. And like, yeah, um, your technique is solid. You've already been working it since blue belt and since white belt, all that stuff. It's 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 good. Add some more tools to your tool belt though. Don't just work Not now is the time to start elevating your game understanding different positions you know you're not always going to hit that close guard armbar. you're not always going to hit that you know mounted cross collar choke um you got to expand just a little bit and you got to put yourself out there it's okay to you know not get a submission on somebody or to tap out to somebody brown belt i have no idea what to tell a brown belt um they're close like you're right there to black it's okay if you don't it's okay to lose at tournaments it's okay to you know be broken (laughs) especially that being broken is fine right if you have to take time off take time off no one's gonna be like wow this brown this brown belt used to train here every every single day and now he's you know saying he's injured all the time yeah it's fucking jujitsu it's
0: probably yeah probably true it's okay
1: you can be you can be injured um even if you're injured, you can still show up, you can still watch. It's important for you to be there. It's important for you to be there and be present, I think, is the big thing.
2: Just tape it up. You
1: know. <laughs> yeah, tape it up. Take it up, hurts, Take tape it up it. rub some dirt on it. No. Um, you know, as long as you're in the gym, as like it's important for the higher belts to be there, I think, more than anything. Like, even if you're not training, as long as you're there watching, um, giving a little bit of advice for like the the other guys, because you know, people look up to those higher belts no, you've been putting your time in, you got, you got the knowledge and you, it's, you can start sharing it, right? Like purple belt can also like share their knowledge and stuff like that. Um, but as soon as you get like that brown belt, people are like, okay, you understand jujitsu and like you can definitely give advice on like anything and everything Mm -hmm. as, I mean, as long as you feel comfortable with it.
0: Well, and sticking with the, the hypothetical injury thing, Mm -hmm. if you're at that level and you're dealing with some injuries, There's a lot to be learned teaching other people stuff. Yes. Meaning learn for you. Yes. Like every time you explain something, you suddenly find yourself understanding it differently.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, The biggest thing, yeah, for brown belts, for sure, teach as much as possible. Um, I know I got to teach when I was a blue belt, and that helped my game tremendously. Teaching is probably the best thing you can do as a brown belt. It's just going to make you um you're game better you're gonna understand everything differently because you're actually like explaining it to people and then people will ask a question that you didn't even think about and you'll mm-hmm. be like oh yeah i hold on to this grip because like i can keep them down better their posture is more broken i have a str- I, I'm, I'm stronger here than they are like if i were to grab you know instead just like a c grip or you know a cliffhanger like i grabbed this grip for this reason um i know that's helped me a lot especially as a brown belt it was like Somebody, somebody pointed it out to me that what I was doing with my heel hooks was I was always putting them in my bicep or, like, that pocket of my elbow. And they're like, why are you doing that? I was like, well, that's where it's supposed to go. That's where I put it. Yeah. Like, that's, that's just where it's supposed to go. And they're like, no, no, no. Like, it goes right here on your, on your wrist bone. I was like, oh, shit. And then I went back and I retaught everybody, like, put it on your wrist. It's like a wrist watch. You're grabbing. It's, everything's right there. You can't go through bone. You can go through muscle right? On a heel slip, they can go through muscle way easier trying to go straight through a bone. That's not going to happen. So, you know, and take advice too, right? Like at every belt, you should always take advice. Um, it doesn't matter what color belt they are. Like if a white belt's telling you, you know, something stupid, at least, you know, listen to them and you don't have to do it. Right. But like if any, any, anybody that's been doing jujitsu for at least like two, three years, like any advice that they give is worth, like hearing out
0: you never know what yeah. detail they stumbled on
1: right or... They're they, one of our like like i've said before we have two purple belts we have robert um jelen and dylan bowen and both of them have so much more detail than you know mm-hmm. i have mm-hmm. and when they get when they give me advice i listen to them genuinely and i want them to you know give me as much information as possible so advice to everybody listen hear people out right some people have 14 hours a day to study jiu-jitsu you might have two hours a day to study jiu-jitsu you know you never know
0: tell me something about black belt something tells me you don't feel qualified to give advice to black belt so i have no i have no black belt treating you
1: black belt's been good right i had my first competition in black belt recently i got won a match lost a match you know shit happens still still learning um things don't change i'm gonna go with that things don't change that much like it's it's an honor for sure um, I put a lot of fucking time in the sport 13 years of just getting my ass beat constantly um, learning new things developing over injuries being hurt getting moving anything like that but yeah just for black belts I don't know um, it's okay to make mistakes Let's go with that. You're still learning too. Even when you get your black belt, you're still a white belt. <laughs> you're still trying to figure. You're still trying to figure things out.
0: In the right hands, you're a you're a daisy fresh white belt. Right? Exactly.
1: Depending on what gym you walk into, you could right. get your ass beat at any moment. Mm-hmm. Um, their blue belts could beat you up. Their purple belts could beat you up. Whatever it is, you know. Um, number one thing: tap. Don't get injured because you have a black belt, right? Let shit go. Shit's fine. No one's going to care.
0: Cool. Thanks, brother.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Matt. It's great to have you. Morgan, thanks for sitting in. Hang yeah, out. Thanks,
2: man. Yeah, it was fun.